Hey guys, and welcome to the Fruit and Flourishing Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Madison. I'm ready to help inspire you to live the life you deserve to live with a mind, body, and soul that you love. Grab a coffee, grab a snack, maybe even a cocktail and a piece of fruit, and let's get motivated. Coming to you live from my closet that I emptied out a little bit more, a little more leg room, enjoying my space in here, my nice confined space. Hi, welcome to episode 11 of the Fruit and Flourishing podcast. If this is your first time here, hi, I'm so happy to have you. And if you've been along with the entire journey, then hey, I'm happy to have you too. Um, Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Fruit and Flourishing, and you can like the Facebook page, Fruit and Flourishing with Lisa Madison. Don't forget to leave a rate and review because it is so much appreciated. Okay, I'm so glad I got that underway because we have a lot to get through in this week's episode. First of all, how are you guys? How is everybody doing? Um, I think we're going on what, week four, kind of? Week four of the self-isolation quarantine deal. Um, I am obviously still up north, still doing my thing. I kind of think like last week was honestly kind of an unmotivating week for me. Um, It's Tuesday today and I'm already feeling better. I've had a good couple of days, like the sun has been shining. Um, Everything, everything has just been better. Uh, But last week, I won't lie, like I was just very unmotivated. I think it's hard to accept the fact that everybody's lives are on hold right now and that's that's kind of what I keep telling myself to get through the days whenever I'm feeling unmotivated or like worried about the future and stuff like that I'm like okay everybody's life is literally on hold our dreams are just kind of on hold right now and there's nothing that you know we can change about that right now we just have to keep taking it day by day and getting through that I also think that I've been realizing like when it comes to some difficult decisions or any worries I have um, about the future, anything like that, I've also been telling myself um, like things could be worse. Things could be so much worse and there are harder things that I'm going to go through in life and that people are going to go through in life. So just some just some daily affirmations for me. Besides that, I had, you know, like I had my regular Zoom chats and FaceTimes with my family and friends. Had a girls night last week with Sydney, my sister and our friend Cass. So that was, um, that was nice. I had a good, a good Sunday. I went for a nice run. I saw a lot of deer and blue jays and it was so nice. And I played outside. (laughs) Am I four? Yes, but I did. I was exploring outside. Like the snow is melting the grass is out. I was down by the lake and in the doghouse and just thinking about summer. And it was one of those things where like, I just couldn't tell if I felt sad or happy. Like it, it's such a weird feeling. Cause in these, I have these moments where I'm feeling so grateful and so happy and so grateful for like the world and my body and who I am and everything like that. And then I'm healthy and grateful for the people who are out there risking their lives to keep us healthy. And then you can't help but also feel sad because you're like, when is it going to get normal again? And it goes back to the same thing. But I do have to say, 
Um, I've been a little more motivated this week. I've been meditating. I have now meditated four days in a row. You know what I realized about meditating? And this is probably going to sound so dumb because like everyone's like, well, yeah, duh. I think for me, the reason I had such a hard time meditating is because I was forcing it. So now I do it when I feel like I need to do it. Like yesterday I woke up and it was the first thing I did. I'm like, no, I need to start my morning with a meditation. But like today I woke up, I'm like, I'm okay. And I'm like, I'm going to do it when I feel like I really need to do it today. So I think, I think that was my big issue. And that's the whole point of meditation, right? Yeah, I can start your day on a good note, but so can other things. Like today, instead, I woke up and I read and that's what I wanted to do this morning. Um, so I've been implementing that and it's felt good but doing it on my terms when my body and my brain need it the most some other goals that i'm trying to do throughout this quarantine is implementing new workouts i've mentioned obviously i'm running all the time like hello corona season but um i want to start implementing more strength training which i should be doing anyways but because i'm so i just love running and i love being outside i haven't really been doing that but now I am I'm doing more um like at home workouts and I just I just want my body to feel stronger too so that's been that's been nice and I'm enjoying it and you know that's the update on me what am I feeling grateful for today this closet I'm also feeling grateful for oh the sun was shining today that was so nice there was a moment on my run this morning where I I was just running down the empty road and the sun was beaming and I realized my eyes were closed and I was just looking up at the sun with my eyes closed running down the road. Oh my God, just picture this in your head. And then it took me about 15 seconds to realize my eyes were closed. Anyways, I mean, I guess that was, I guess that was magical, but at the same time, least you gotta be safe you could trip over a rock or something and that would really just ruin the moment and defeat the purpose okay so I'm going to get right into it I feel like I have so much to talk about today I feel like I'm also talking at like a hyper speed I don't know when I'm in this closet sometimes I just get really excited that's weird um yeah so I kind of came to the realization that I don't really share too many life stories on here but let me tell you I've got a shit ton and a lot of them I feel like need to be shared whether it's for your entertainment purposes maybe it resonates with you maybe you learn something for it or you know maybe it's just therapy for me (laughs) I always say that I'm thankful for everything that I've been through, like easy, hard, devastating, or whatever it is, because you always learn something out of it. Like something good always comes out of the bad. And although I have been through quite a lot of my life, I honestly don't think I would change any of it, as crazy as that sounds. Like I think our experiences shape us into who we are and if I didn't go through those life experiences, I wouldn't be the strong person I am today. So some of those things too might actually be the root of, you know, some other mental health issues that I've been battling with. But again, like I'm thankful, I'm thankful for those mental illnesses because I can make it my purpose. And what a perfect time to be talking about this because I mean, the world is just going through it. And 
quite honestly, I'm interested to see what people will become after we make it through this. Like some people may not change at all, but I have a good feeling a lot of people will come out stronger and more appreciative and more positive and more motivated. At least like that's that's my hope from it. I'm I'm really really choosing to see the positives in this. I do think so much good is going to arise from this. Um the only thing that's hard is not knowing when that's going to be but let's take it day by day now and try to better ourselves as much as we can right now so we come out bigger better stronger faster what's that Kanye West song anyways harder better faster stronger moving on anyways um I put up a poll on my Instagram asking what you guys wanted to hear about this week so I'm gonna listen to you and I'm going to talk about my experience with post-secondary education. A quick shout out, I need to do this, a quick shout out to the seniors this year. Whether you are about to graduate from college or university or high school, I feel for you. And I am so sorry that this happened during such a pivotal time in your life. I know for me, senior year of high school was one of the best between like friendships and prom actually my prom was kind of lame but just like grad trips and everything in between that's when everything like I know that's when my class everybody was just kind of friends like we were just one big unit I guess and I just I know you must be so distraught that your year was cut short but just uh just remember that things will get made up or rescheduled and everything will work out for you I promise it will a quick disclaimer before I get into this. Um, I just want to say that every decision in life is okay. If you choose to go to college, if you choose to go to university, if you don't, um, whatever it is, it's okay. And in, by no means am I bashing either decision and I'm not bashing university. I know, I know there are a lot of careers out there that require post-secondary education. I know that, um, I know that there are people out there who do want to work a corporate job. That's how they want to live. I know there are people who don't. Everything is okay. I'm just telling my experience, my thoughts, how I was growing up, and that's that. All right? Let's get that out of the way. Um, all right. So, funny enough, my dad and I were just talking about this yesterday. When I was in the sixth grade, I was kind of like a principal's pet. Like, I think all through elementary school, I was extremely involved in school. Like, I was an average student, but I went to a small school and I just had to be involved in everything like lunch monitoring, yogurt days, pizza days, like milk delivery. I was a peer mediated peer mediator where I walked around in like a bright vest during recess to hunt down all the bullies. Um, every little club we had, I was a part of. I helped in the library. I was even on TV once because I was a part of the student fundraiser team. And most importantly, I was the tech nerd behind all school assemblies, which I made the monthly slideshows for. I made sure everything was in order for the assemblies. I was like making itineraries and I was only 10 years old. So I spent a lot of my recesses in the principal's office eating lunch and using his laptop to create the slideshows. And yeah, I would make up like the itineraries of the assembly and everything of the sort. I was a good little girl. I was very involved 
and very independent. But last night, my dad and I, we were watching the news and my former principal at that school, who is now like the head of all the boards of all the school boards, he was on TV. And I was joking. I was like, that's the man who took that principal's award from me. Um, And we are joking how I should have received the principal's award, but I didn't because last minute, another girl wanted to help with the slideshows and she somehow got her way in there and she took that award right from under me. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure she deserved it as well, but I'm not kidding. My dad was pissed. We were laughing about it and then it went quiet and he goes, no, like that wasn't cool. That should have been yours. So thank you. Thank you, dad. Thank you for the support. Um, If we fast forward to high school now, like I said, I have never been a scholar student. Um, I actually, like, I hated, I hated school for the academics of it. I truly did. I did it because I had to, but I just couldn't put the same, like, I don't even want to say put the same effort in. Like, if my heart wasn't in it, and that's been my problem, if my heart's not in it, it's hard for me to focus. It's hard for me to get the grades that people are accepting or expecting from you. Um, You know, I did, like, I thrived in certain subject. I love, like, English, and, you know, in high school, I loved, like, marketing and stuff like that, but like maths and science. I remember being in biology in the 11th grade and my teacher pulled me up at the end of class and she told me, she was like, I think you should drop this course because I just don't think you're going to be successful in it. <laughs> like, okay, I I feel you. I do feel you a little harsh, but like, you're right, whatever. I'll just go take a spare so I can go home early, get a quick nap in before I got to go to dance. You know what I mean? Um, But I think... I think like the best way to describe me as a student and just like a person in in life is I do very well on projects, but I don't test well. And I usually had to make sure my marks were high going into a test or an exam because I know me and I know it's likely that I will not do great on the test. Um, And that I think that's why with biology, because a lot of it was memorization and we would have to like look at a um, like an experiment and then just do it from memory and I can't do that uh but it's frustrating because high school likes to make you think that your exams dictate the rest of your future which I'm sorry like I respect the hard work and the hustle but I'm going to say it right now like your ninth grade English exam will not decide your future I can promise you that anyways I made it through high school but I honestly think like the leadership and the social aspect of it was why I loved it so much. I loved I loved classes where I could be involved. I loved ComTech, which was communications technology, like the media class where I did the morning news and like the TV news. Um, like I was on the dance team. I was captain of the dance team. I loved being social. I loved, yeah, I loved that side of school. And that's why I enjoyed it so much. I loved yearbook class because I got to create and I had my own space where I could create things that I felt good about. Um... But I always knew I was different from the rest. I knew, I always knew I wanted to be my own boss. I knew that I never felt that um, post-secondary education was necessary for me. I knew that I had a goal in mind. I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur and own businesses and follow my heart. But it just seemed like that wasn't a thing. So when it finally came down to it, and applying for post-secondary education, I 
I just didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew that I was going to take a year off. Um, I was going to compete in dance for another year and I just wanted to like teach and just, I think I went back to school for like one course. I think I upgraded some marks, whatever, but I felt like it was kind of drilled in me that I had to go to school, but I didn't know what it was I wanted to go for. And in my mind, I'm like, hey, if I'm going to school, like I'm going to university because I want to say that I went to university. Like I, I just wanted to be able to say that. Um, like nothing to do with the academics of it. I just wanted to say because I feel like this is what I should be doing is going to university. I literally applied to three universities knowing damn well that I did not have the grades, but just because I wanted the experience to say I went like what? I applied for general arts. Why? Oh, and I didn't I didn't get into any of them, like big shocker. Um, but I eventually accepted the fact that I should just apply to colleges. I don't know why colleges were so looked down on because college is incredible. It's hands-on. You learn I'll yeah, I'll get into my college experience, but again, wanted to go to college. Um oh, I just want to throw in like I'm very thankful that I have parents who don't go one way or the other both my parents went to college um my sister went to college my sister went to college and university so like they were never they were never like you need to go to university and I'm very very thankful for that um and that's okay if there are people that are again that is okay I am speaking on my behalf um so yeah when it came down to it I didn't know what I wanted to take so I settled on business because why not and I was accepted into every school I applied to. Um, I was actually pretty set on Fanshawe College in London. Both my sisters were out in London. Um, so it just kind of seemed like what I should do. But after a year off of dancing and teaching, I actually decided to go to Mohawk in Hamilton. <laughs> Hamilton. Mohawk in Hamilton. Because I wanted to be able to keep teaching. And what's funny is like, Every job I had where I really worked for somebody else, for example, Baskin Robbins, I hated and got fired because I couldn't take it seriously because my heart was not in it. And I think like, I think why I loved being a dance teacher and even like a camp counselor and stuff like that is because obviously I was sharing my passion with kids and helping them grow and inspiring them. But like, even though I technically did have a boss, I also had my own space where I could create my own lesson plans in my own studio space with my dancers and I was trusted to do what I knew best. I'm sure a lot of teachers feel that way as well. So let's fast forward to my first year at Mohawk College. This was, this year was a lot, but also a year I wouldn't change for the world. I definitely, like, I definitely didn't have to live there. It's literally a 15 minute drive from my house, but still wanting the whole residence and roommate and independent experience. I'm very fortunate that I was able to do that. That's where I met my amazing roommate and best friends and people I'm still really close with to this day. So many great things happened that year. A lot of shitty things happened that year as well, but maybe that's a story for another time. Um, yes, asshole. I still hate you. Anyways, Let me take you through my first day of classes in the business program. Went to accounting, went to math, went back to my room 
and cried to my dad because I realized it's not what I want. Went to the school the next day and dropped that program. Bravo, Elise. We made it through one day of realizing that the business program is endless accounting and math and books that I cannot do. I just cannot. I don't care what you say. I have been through it all, guys. It just doesn't work in my head. I still have PTSD from taking online accounting in grade 11 and sitting at the computer until 2 a.m. with my mom trying to guide me through it. I was just crying and I couldn't do it. And no, I did not stay in that course. It just, again, if my heart isn't in it, my brain cannot focus on it. And I've tried with numbers. I've been that way since I was little. I have always struggled with it, okay? Anyways, okay, so now what? I don't want to take business. That, to me, was just a program to take because it was safe and I didn't know what else to do. So I sat in the office for an hour trying to figure it out, and I landed on health, wellness, and fitness. You know, workouts and nutrition, I can totally do that. I'm pretty fit. I mean, like, fast forward three months into college and that went out the door, but whatever, let's just do it. I will say, if I went back and did that program now, I think I would be much more successful in it and probably enjoy it a hell of a lot more. Uh, But that program is actually way, way, way harder than you think. A lot of people studying to be cops or firefighters take it. Um, It's a lot of intense workouts and drill training. Uh, We did have to do like circuits that firefighters are training to do. but a lot of it is the science behind it, like a lot of anatomy and how the body works, which I truly wasn't expecting at all. And I don't think a lot of people in that program were. There were people studying to be like nutritionists and personal trainers and stuff like that. A lot of a lot of assholes really kind of in that program. Anyways, um, more than half of that program ended up getting kicked out because of low marks. And if I stayed, I would have very likely been a part of that. I can't remember exactly when, but I want to say it was around January or February when everything kind of hit me. I was taking anatomy again because I failed it first semester. Um, I studied my ass off and I couldn't pass and I finally reached my breaking point. I, I think this was after taking my my midterm for the second time taking anatomy and I did not do well on it again and I just couldn't understand why. And I confided in my dad and I just lost it. There was a lot of, what am I doing? I don't even want to be doing this. I'm stressing myself out for what? Like, it's not even paying off. I never wanted to do this. I never wanted to go to school. I don't understand what I'm here or why I'm here. And after some long conversation and me crying and venting, my dad simply said in his calm voice, as he does, so don't do it drop the program, you'll figure it out. I do have to say I come from a family of entrepreneurs. Um, My dad is one of them. And I look up to him a lot when it comes to business and goals and doing what you want in life. My favorite story of his is when he was 30 something, I think he must have been 30 something and my mom and him just had me. So they now had three daughters at home. They lived, you know, in a big house, drove nice cars, you know, the whole thing. My dad at the time was working for some big company, some guy. He was obviously making really good money. And you know what he did? He came home one day and said he quit. He hated it. He absolutely hated it. He followed his heart and he opened his own business. People thought he was effing crazy. 
but he has grown so much and has created a name for himself. So leaving that job and the money, especially at the time, was probably the scariest thing that he's ever done, but by far the best thing he ever did. And I was honestly always encouraged to follow my heart and my passions. Growing up, you're going to deal with a lot of super supportive people and some unsupportive people, but it's important that you turn your energy towards the supportive people. I wish I understood like putting my heart and my passions first at that age. I mean, I I was definitely about following my passions, but I think it was more like understanding that if I don't do what people plan for me, that's okay. And if I really think about what I want and be a little more selfish and do what I want, which honestly is something that I haven't discovered till recently and I'm still discovering it. Um, like doing what I truly want out of life and doing what makes me happy and what really fuels my soul. That's that's what you need. And I wish I believed it back then. But then again, I wouldn't have learned what I know now or met the people I have who truly shaped my life forever. As a matter of fact, if it wasn't for my roommate, Ashley at Mohawk, who is still one of my best friends, I wouldn't have met Ryan. So love, love how things work out. So yeah, I um I did that. I left the program and the best part was residence was already paid for. So I just lived there for the remainder of the year, still teaching dance and, you know, being a crazy little college girl. And I spent my time thinking about what I really wanted out of life and I knew I would make it happen. I didn't know how and I didn't know when, but I knew that following other people's plans wasn't going to get me any closer to it and it still won't and it never will. I took time off to work and teach and I took some online courses and just kind of did my thing. Fast forward two years to age 21, I ended up going back to Mohawk for a one-year certification program called Small Business and Entrepreneurship. I ended up graduating with honors for the first time in my life. Why? Because I loved it and I put a lot of effort towards it because I loved it and I was good at it and I knew it's where I lied. And I knew it would take me exactly where I wanted to go. So if you can take anything from this, I just hope it is that you need to do what your heart wants, not what other people want. Trust me, I've I've been through the lack of support. I've had people tell me I'm lost and I'm going nowhere. I've had people tell me I might not make money. I've had people tell me college is a joke to them. But you know what? I opened a business at age 22 that's still thriving and I'm still creating and achieving goals every single day. So I'll I'll be just fine, thanks. My last piece of advice I want to give you um, is something that I've realized for myself only recently. Use your younger years to find out who you are, not what you want to do. If there's any high schooler or a person in college, anybody, early 20s, early 30s, Use the time to really figure out who you are. Don't base your life around what you want to do. Make sure you know what you love, who you are, and you will go so far with that, okay? Follow your heart always. Again, these are just my opinions, my life experiences. Everybody has their own life plan. And we're all going to crush it and we're all going to live great big lives especially when this quarantine is over all right all right guys I think that's it for me if you guys enjoyed these more like story time 
type podcast. I'll keep going with them. Like I said, I have so much I can share on here and a lot of life experiences, a lot of life lessons, and I would love to get into them even more, especially if it can help you in any way. Um, I hope you guys have an amazing week. Keep thriving, reach out if you need to, set those goals and just do what you love and stay busy and stay productive. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Fruit and Flourishing. If you want to check out me and Sydney's podcast at I'm Overwhelmed Podcast, we put out a new episode on Monday and it's quite funny and we have some good ideas coming up as well. Um, Don't forget to leave a rate and review. Stay positive, eat your fruit and keep flourishing. Bye guys.